What is up, guys? Welcome back to episode 31 of the Rip City Rundown podcast. It was not a good week to be a Blazer fan. I can tell you that, and I'm just going to start off the podcast by saying that. Um, There has been a little bit of drama within the Blazers this whole week, going from front office, the actual play on the court. Um, We're going to have a game tomorrow night against the Clippers. Tonight, probably by the time you're watching this. And we're on a bit of a losing streak. I feel the West. Yeah, so I was uh, thankful to not watch the Celtics game. Um, I heard all about it, though. So, yeah, it's not not great to be a Blazer fan right now. I think ever since we did the podcast, we went 1-3, and three, I believe, with the lone win coming against the Pistons, lost to the Jazz on the road, we and the Spurs on. and Celtics. Sorry? I was thinking we were on a three-game losing streak. I just completely forgot about that Pistons game. Yeah, so we did – we did beat the Pistons, but yeah, two really ugly losses to the Spurs and the Celtics. No, no Damian Lillard in those two games. Um, to be honest, if I had watched the Celtics game, I'd probably be way more upset. Yeah, I am upset, however, though, to see we lost by almost 30 points at home, and especially with the late game antics. What I heard. Yeah, um, there's been a lot of stuff that's gone down since our last podcast. First thing we're going to talk about, though, well, before we get into the actual game stuff, let's talk about Neil Olshay. Uh, officially got the boot. Um, the Blazers cited, uh, I think it was profanity lace tirades and intimidation as the two main reasons why he's getting fired. I did think it was interesting because it was said that he had a conversation with Jody Allen the night before he got fired, and there was no indication that they were going to fire him. So I have to think that that Spurs game, seeing that, seeing the fact that Moto was at like I saw it was like forty or fifty percent capacity. Plus, us getting absolutely destroyed. Maybe they had a no reason. Pressure from the fans. I, I'm, what I'm thinking is they had a reason to fire him. They weren't going to do it yet. But then after that terrible showing against the Spurs, they were just like, might as well just go ahead and do it to get maybe. Well, the, yeah, kind of shows the the power like is kind of in the fans' hands. You know, like they decided like we don't support this team with him leading the charge. As GM, we're not going to show up. Fans don't show up. You don't make money as a franchise, and you got to make money to put a good product on the court. It all comes around. So, you know, yeah, I do think that was probably a part of the decision, especially with the report that there wasn't going to be any firing, which is interesting to me. Um, you said profanity lace tirades and intimidation. I just cussed a lot of people out. But okay. I was listening well, to another, another uh, Blazers show that uh I'll just go ahead and say it was Danny Morang. I was listening to his show and he has had a couple run-ins with Neil Olshay and he was like, he's an asshole. So Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely you know from from the sources that I have uh you know yeah I have heard I have heard from people within the Blazers organization that have told me personally that he is kind of he can be an asshole sometimes. So. Yeah. You know, there are okay there are plenty of assholes and plenty of jerks that work within sports and are fine but maybe he probably crossed the line behind the scenes a number of times and you know that's you know really we can't give you a definitive answer what happened we just have to accept the fact that he's fired and move on and probably this is gonna be a step in the right direction for the on court product even if he wasn't an ass and wasn't a terrible person he probably should have been fired just because just from a basketball standpoint not the formal he's like the fourth longest tenured gm Hasn't put an all-star round in. Yeah. Dame hasn't played with zero all-stars, zero all-NBA players, zero. Yeah, 
all NBA players. Yeah. All-stars, rookie of the years, six man of the year. I didn't see that. That's, that's all I have to say. So it's going to be Joe Cronin. That's going to be – who was director of player personnel. I think he's – if you watched my other video, he's been with the Blazers, I think, since like 2005 or 2006. So it's not like this is a guy that's just coming in and just going to make a bunch of moves. I think he actually will make moves. I think he, they said they might write him out until at least the end of the year or even give him the actual job because the last time – we had an interim general manager. Do you want to know what happened, West? Pretty significant we, happened in our franchise. Uh, I'm going to go with we either won the championship in 77 or we went to the finals in 92 or 91. No and no, but it, it doesn't have to do with like actual team success, but it was – I don't remember. Blazers. It was he made the trade that – sent Gerald Wallace to the Hornet or the Bobcats that ultimately gave us the sixth pick and then you had drafted Dame. So ah, wow boy was I off. I'd, yeah. I mean I did I a little down the wrong way by saying a huge I mean it was a big moment in our franchise, but obviously yeah, I was thinking more like from the team perspective of the title. Anyway, but yeah. Uh I'm not too I don't have many thoughts on the hire. I'm pretty sure he's a great dude. He's a no good, yeah. You know, he's a lifer in the Blazers organization. He's been around the franchise for a while. He kinda knows Kind of knows the franchise inside and out. So, yeah, no complaints there. I mean, really, he'll be judged by the product he puts on the court. So, Exactly. But that's enough of the Neil Olsha situation. Quick thing before we go into the big topic of the actual Blazers is, well, this has to be Blazers, but Damian Lillard is out ever since our last podcast. He's still currently out. Um, reports are saying he's been dealing with this abdominal injury for the last three or four years. Oh, that, that was interesting. By, that was even confirmed by M.A. Odoku last night saying that Dame was like obviously struggling with this during the Olympics and that Dame had told him that he had been struggling for the last three or four years with this injury. I assume that this is just kind of a flare up a little more than normal, but that's not. Yeah. Well, you can take two like stances. You can either say like, wow, he's that good to play and have, I mean, within the past three or four years, he's put up some epic performances. Nuggets game five, Nuggets, or sorry, Thunder game five. You know, that basically the 2019 playoff run, uh, if he's dealing with that abdominal pain, you know, that's pretty impressive. Um, but I think the most important thing is, or the most important thing to take away is that we were, we were correct in our diagnosis of his problem. We were like, they said he had an ab issue at the Olympics. Maybe that's why he's shooting bad. Maybe that's why, you know, that coupled, coupled with the fact that refs can, aren't calling, you know, the NBA is getting a little more physical. I mean, that does, definitely doesn't help. Defenders can be up in your midsection all the time. Yeah, the physical end will probably do That could be a reason why his injury kind of flared up. Flared up. Yeah. But I think we're on probably, we're getting to the point where it's been about a week since they announced it. The initial report was 10 days. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him back on the court sometime this next week. Obviously, we also had Nasir, who was out this whole week. Underrated. He expected to be possibly back tomorrow night against the Clippers. They said he's questionable now. And then also Simon's missed the last two games. He not not heard anything about him, but it was just a sprained ankle, so I don't expect him to be out much longer. But that's it on the really injury front. Yeah. Well, we got the Clippers tomorrow or tonight, depending on when you watch this. Monday the sixth. Um, to me, that's I don't want to say must win, but I mean, come on, dude, it's home game. You've been dominating at home, uh, other than these last two games. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I watched a little bit of the Spurs game. 
did not watch the Celtics really at all. I was busy. Um, but the end of the Celtics game was concerning to me. I'm just very gonna, concerning. I'm gonna go into a little of that because I I was watching it. I was I watched that whole game front to f- front, start to finish, mm-hmm. and there was just there's so much to unpack when it comes to that game. Just everything about the team. You can just everything you need to know about the Blazers this year. You could have got from that team or that game. So we'll just start off with this tweet about the end of the Celtics game from Mark or Mike Richmond. He goes, the Celtics are absolutely clowning the Blazers in garbage time. The Boston bench was wild and so hard that they got a tech for laying on the court and celebrating. It got worse. The Celtics were force-feeding Payton Pritchard in the closing seconds, and it was disrespectful enough that Damian Lillard hopped off the bench for maybe the first time all night to tell his teammates to commit a foul if the tomfoolery continued. And then we got Kevin Caballero absolutely just going off on the broadcast. I still wish I could just go back and find that clip and post it because – What do you, What do you say? He was just like, this is exactly what this team needed. You have just been embarrassed, and you have been handed a huge loss on your home court. And I'm so glad Dame is getting up right now because at this point, you can't hear it from the coaches. You've got to hear it from your teammates and yourself. And he was just – yeah. It was like well, what's, con- what's concerning to me is, like, I'll watch these other teams that maybe on paper aren't as talented as the Blazers, but they compete every possession. I don't feel like the Blazers do that. And that's the most concerning thing to me. There was no Jalen Brown or Al Horford. Oh, my gosh. We lost to – we let Dennis Schroeder be plus 29. Um, Chauncey also wasn't happy. Chauncey is kind of – the past week, though, every time we lose each press conference, he's kind of like, this team needs to find their heart and this team needs to have pride. But, like, it was was on full blow last night. We'll start off with the least – or the less kind of bad quote. Uh, he goes, the young guys, they don't know the politics of the league, but that's something the vets should be teaching them. I was more mad at the starters for putting the bench in that situation. And then he continues and he goes, I've never seen a team that needs its bench to inspire our starters. That shit is crazy to me. It's supposed to be the other way around. So Chauncey didn't hold back in the press conference last night. Um, and for good reason, um, the team just did not look inspired last night. And it was, or yeah, I guess that was last night. It wasn't it wasn't fun to watch. Yeah. Um that is interesting that like Chauncey is kind of saying that in the press conference. Um I don't I don't mind it. Um he has said it a couple times now throughout the season and I haven't really seen a shift in the energy level. So I think at some point you have to start looking at Chauncey a little bit. Like that's how how <laughs> how much are you really getting these guys ready? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like now, he can't fix the roster. He can only get the most out of what he has. But I think, you know, I'd like to see the team come out more energy. I think you can fix your energy. Yeah, you don't – the thing is, like, Troncy is not really an emotional guy on the sideline at all. Like, I don't see him ever not having a straight – Neither game. was Terry, to be honest. So, maybe we need – Neither a, was Terry's thoughts. You start, you start to think maybe they don't bring a lot of energy because Troncy is kind of, like – to some of these guys, they look at him as, like – their their boy like they're calling like i've noticed this in interviews and press conferences like they were calling terry Stotts. they were like coach Stotts is helping us with this but like cj's calling him chauncey I don't, i'm not i don't want to look into that that far but like right, 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 right. that seems like a more friendship relationship than he's your coach and he is your authority i don't know maybe that's not that big of a deal though yeah i mean that is interesting you say that though i mean chauncey is a player coach he played in the league coach terry Stotts didn't i mean 
And they have like Steve Kerr play, you know, you can be a player coach and be successful. There's plenty of coaches who've done that. But I do think like you have to establish that relationship, like that working relationship and like I am your coach and like you will, you know, I, I call the shots around here. You know, I don't know. We're, we're not, we're not in the locker room. So. Yeah. I would say if you're like this mad about a team not showing pride, then you do something about it and you bench them. But that that can't happen. Like you can't bench CJ McCollum or Yusuf Nurkic because they are they're all you got at this moment right now. Um, everyone's gonna look at CJ's performance last night. I've I've already kind of gone over this with you a little bit off the podcast, but they're gonna look at it. They're gonna see twenty one shots and they're gonna see only twenty four points and another under fifty percent shooting night. And they're gonna be like CJ, you're the problem. But I I think while yes, CJ was. You could say he was off tonight. Yeah, I don't think it was CJ McCollum's fault that we're losing this bad. Or so whose fault is it? I think it's the construct. First off, I think it's injuries when you're missing your two. two it's fine, but players. but but we're and I'm asking you this because I didn't watch the game that much last night. It's like we clearly were lacking some effort. So who was lacking effort? I think. I. I like when you're watching the game, I see many moments throughout the game where like I'm like, Nurkic, you're you're playing really well. You have ten points in the first quarter. You're cooking. You got Covington. Covington, you're showing like you want to get in a defensive stance and play defense. CJ, I see you're putting in the effort. You're just not putting the results in. I just think there was just only glimpses of it. And I think that's why I'm like, that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying like CJ, I don't think it's his fault, but maybe it is. Like Nurk only played 20 minutes last night. Like, that's yeah, just... Yeah, but that's because that's the game was over after 30. Oh. <sighs> uh, I, maybe I'm being biased to CJ because in my heart, I want him to be good. Maybe he is the problem. No, but that's the thing. It's like he... <coughs> I, I, know, I know he doesn't, like, not try. I mean, he clearly tries. He's yeah. just... I, I mean, like, he's had insane performances in the past, but, you know, you can only judge off the present. I mean, it's a... Okay, yeah, sports. I'm talking a lot of offensive stuff. CJ showed effort on offense. It is the defense. Like now that I think about it, our defense truly did look like a middle school defense that's, out there. That, but that, yeah, that's exactly what I'm asking because every NBA player can play offense, but not all of them want to get down and play defense. That's what it is. Like the rotations, excuse me, were downright awful. Like we look, Boston shot 57% from three. But I think any team would have shot fifty-seven percent from three in that that night. Like they had so many wide-open looks, it was mm-hmm. it sucked because I put out a tweet. I don't know if anyone follows the Rip City Rundown Twitter, but I put out a tweet. I was like, "You play good defense, you get easy buckets." And I don't think the Blazers realized that because in the second quarter, the one quarter we outscored them, we actually got a defensive stance and we played hard defense and we mm-hmm. got easy buckets. And it was a four-point game at halftime or whatever. Like, yeah. the formula was there. We just don't. We don't. We don't stick to the formula. You know, uh, I think without Dame, without Dame, I'm not necessarily frustrated when if we lose to the Spurs. Okay, I'm a little frustrated for losing the Spurs even without Dame. But losing to the Celtics, losing to the Spurs, losing to the Jazz. Like, without Dame, I'm sorry, but. When we look at the schedule and we're like, the Spurs, home, that should be a win. So we're, not, we're taking into account we have Damian freaking Lillard on the court. And we don't have Damian Lillard on the, Damian Lillard on the court who literally accounts for like 
probably 70% of our buckets, either points or assists. I mean, I'm sorry, but Dennis Smith Jr., in no Simons, no yeah. Nasir Little. Those are three, like, of the top seven, like, like rotation guys. I'm sorry, but, like, the when you when Dame's out and Simons is out, those are, like, our two Simons have been scoring the ball, like, amazingly this year. You have to get down and play defense. And you don't have guys, you don't get down and play defense, you're not going to stay in game because you can't outscore teams without Damian Lillard. The Celtics put up 145. 145 points. 145. <laughs> I think if we, like, we still put up 117. Like, it's not the, lost by 28. It's not the offense that's the problem. And we're, we've been saying that for 10 years now. We've literally like, been saying that for so long. Because you know what it is? We have no lengthly rangy on ball guard i mean wing defenders the only guy none that, none we're starting three I, guards dude the announcer said it, said it great roko was working he tried to get in a good defensive stance but they were like this is where you're missing this year because this year's the only guy on your roster that can guard everybody he's the only guy yeah, i'm sorry but like but defender, Roko's not an on-ball defender I, I i i saw a stat where it's like there's been like maybe uh, only a handful of teams who have ever won the NBA title with the defense ranked outside the top 10. And we are 29th. And we're 29th. 20 freaking ninth. <laughs> that ain't going to do anything. The reason why we make the playoffs is because Damian Lillard is otherworldly. And when he's out, we look like a lottery team because we are without Damian Lillard. I've said this before. We were a top 10 defense when we went to the Western Conference Finals. As crazy as that sounds, we, we were. Mm-hmm. So Because we were starting two lengthy, rangy wing defenders. But then we decided, oh, we're not we they can't shoot. And that's where you need someone like Mikhail Bridges. If you could get a defender that could shoot, that would be great. Um Jay Crowder. There is good there is a there is a good news though. The good news is we that Western Conference, no one in the Western Conference is really running away with it other than the top three. So we are still only two and a half games back from the four seed. And it's it's you know, there. One game it's there back if we want it. We can it's admit. there. It's there. Yeah, I, I would just, I would love to see Dame come back. I would love to see Dame come back and not like be out for an extended time. We always have a core guy sit out for like a third of the season, which sucks. No, I think, I think this game last night, while as bad as it was, it can bring good. I think Dame, I has, I just know something went down in the locker room. It had to have. Um, so I think that this could be a good thing. It could kind of. Be that wake-up call that we finally needed, even though I feel like we had had wake-up calls, but, like, this was, like, another level. So. Yeah. so, but to be honest, not much you can really say other than hopefully we turn it around. Um, two unfortunate home losses uh, after a brilliant stretch to start the season at home. But, you know, we got now, I believe, we got home Clippers, Warriors away. I just don't know how I feel. I mean – it would elevate our team. I'm sorry. It would. Yeah. Um, immensely. Immensely. Do you, think, do you think that at this point – oh, again, you didn't watch the game last night, so you, you can really like see the vibes. But like, do you think the only way at this point we get kind of rejuvenated is, is if we make a move? And do you think at this no, point – No, no, no. No, it's, it's two games. If we start going on – if we now lose like six or seven, then maybe. But it's two games, dude. People, we don't have Dane. But still, like this team, people can forget about this that. Is, this is very under expectations. This team, it, 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 but were those expectations fair? I think expectations of being 
this team was second ranked offense, 29th ranked defense. I was promised an improved defense. I haven't gotten it. The offense to be second again, I mean, that's, that's tough. It's tough to stay second. The problem is technically our defense has improved, but it was just so awful last year that it's improved by like two points. But it, it, it hasn't because it's relative to the rest of the league because you have to play other teams' defenses. So it really hasn't improved. I don't think you trade anyone yet. I think you give them a chance to turn it around, but I would love to see Vincent. Like looks, looks like he's out there and he's just like, he knows that he's going to be the man, the man to take the fall, which sucks. But do you have, do you ever see like, do you ever go on like NBA trade machine? Uh, you know how like when you like do like trades, when you, okay. when you like do trades, it like, tells you like oh this would result in four increase yeah, in the win call yeah. okay ben simmons would increase the wins for us that's what it says no i'm i'm saying that i don't care what espn says espn doesn't know what they're talking about yeah i think but who knows we know nothing about ben simmons at this point <laughs> i know we don't but so we don't need ben ben we have dame literally you double dame norm is Norm is more efficient than CJ, and Norm is more efficient than CJ and plays better defense and is bigger. Ben Simmons can guard anyone. Oh my God, Ben Simmons clamping on. Oh my gosh, CJ is just. I'm sorry, but Powell, Simons, CJ, Dame. It's just repetitive. It's repetitive. Values drop so much. That's why it's repetitive. We should have made the move in the off season, and I kind of well again. I was like, let's run it back. But well, that's because freaking Ben Simmons. 76ers asked for draft picks on draft picks. Like, uh, to be honest, that's just unethical. You, you know, Ben Simmons is not worth that much. Just stop asking for it. Um, man, but it's really not much. I else read another thing. It was like we've had this core. How long has it been the Nurk, CJ, and Dan core? Five years, six years. A long time for a core to go without winning. Yeah, every every I team agree. in the history at some point will blow up or it get toxic a little bit. Like even the pro- watch the last dance that happened. The problem is that we, we almost haven't had a year. Every year it's been like, but this is the reason why. Like we went to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, we didn't have Nurk. The mm-hmm. Pelican series, they that that was when it should have gotten broken up. But like in the bubble, in the bubble against the Lakers. Oh, CJ and Nurk were out for half the year. In the last year, CJ was out for half the year. We really should have been a four seed. We haven't had a year which has just been because we've been straight up bad, which I, th- I wish we would have had. One second. My mic has been unplugged the whole time. So I'm going to up the sound quality a little bit real quick. But um, probably enough. Probably enough for the Blazer talk. Uh, um, oh, yeah, let's get a little Portland Timbers talk. Let's lighten up the mood a little bit. <laughs> Portland Timbers fans. I had 35 people in here with a li- on a live stream with me. That was pretty fun. That is pretty good. But, but Portland Timbers are going to host MLS Cup. That's insane. That's the first, awesome. first, first time they're hosting in their three years of going? Yep. yep. Played last, on the road in Columbus, on the road in Atlanta. Last seven... Uh, Western Conference teams to go to the MLS Cup are all Cascadia. Really? It's it went Timbers twenty fifteen, then Sounders, Sounders, then Timbers, then Sounders, Sounders, then Timbers. So Okay, so Timbers and Sounders. Yeah. That's crazy. Not, yeah, not that, Vancouver. 
that rivalry is something else. <laughs> but we're hosting we're hosting the pigeons from NYC. Yeah, that was that was a game. We're hosting the I feel Sikis bad for I feel bad for Philly. Philly had like twelve people out because of COVID. They had no Andre Blake in the game. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a Mickey Mouse, if I've it's, ever heard it. Yeah, it's Mickey Mouse. Okay, this is setting up nice nicely for us. I I really think I was just so glad to shut up David Ochoa. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he went to Mexico. Oof. Uh, I'm not losing um, over it. Yeah, but um, to be honest, it's kind of a little sloppy game. First goal was really sloppy by ourselves. Our, the second goal was a nice shot <laughs> well, by Mourinho. Off, off the post, Joe's. off the back. That's funny. Yeah, but to get the goal, to get the lead in the fifth minute really helped. To be honest, it allowed it made ourselves come out. And they couldn't counter. I did say the final score was going to be 2-0 on the last podcast. I, I did say it was going to be – I said it was going to be a second-half goal and then a late second-half goal. But it was just a – it, the way it happened kind of made me made is what I predicted. I was like, we're going to score first, and then they're going to come out of their shell, and then we're going to score a second to seal it. And that is an end. I mean, yeah, happens. Typical, 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 typical two nil dub against an inferior team. Yeah, Steve Clark had a big save after the first goal. I saw that he like popped up and caught it. Yeah, that was that was cool to see. It was cool to see Valeri come on after the reports came out that he this is going to be his last season in Portland. So maybe we send him out with an MLS Cup. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I think he would probably just go back to Argentina. Yeah. Or I mean, retire. That dude, he, he deteriorated athletically like, <laughs> in the blink of an eye. I mean, he was never like the most athletic guy, but like he is an old man now. <laughs> like he can't run. Yeah. Well, it'll, is Blanco? Could Blanco be back? Did he not play in the game? Oh, they said he had a chance playing this game, so I imagine he'll be back. Yeah. Um, who else? Aspria will be back, obviously. That's clutch. That's big time. I'll start. Nia's good. It didn't start. I saw that. I yeah. I was expecting him to start. That was who I said was going to score. Well, you almost right. He should have scored. Get a wide open header. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Maybe Blanca did get in when I wasn't even paying attention. Thought he played. Uh no, Fochive came on. Nias Goda and Blake Bodily. Blanco was in the sub, so that probably means he was healthy enough to play if we needed him. That's he good. was in the eighteen. That's good to know. But yeah, I'm debating if I should go to the game or not. <sighs> Figure that out soon. Yeah, well, yeah, I I would be able to leave sometime middle next week. Oh no. Uh, I'll have to talk more off camera about that. Can't can't really can't really uh, give too many details about my personal life. <laughs> I feel feel that, but I will not be attending the game. Sadly, how about how about the Ducks and the Alamo Bowl playing the Sooners after getting their butt destroyed? Did Oregon State Bowl eligible? Yes. Yes, I want I would be interested to see what all the bowls are. We got some good matchups. Bowl Mania will be a doozy. Comment down below the if you Cin- want to see some Bowl Mania Cincinnati content. Have- Cincinnati have any shot of beating Bama? Oh uh, yeah, they actually do have a shot. Do uh, they? They're not gonna. They're, I don't think they'll beat them, but they have a shot. If, if um, you were not, if you were a, a odds maker, what what's the line there? Uh, I think I did see the actual line, but if I was doing the line, I would do it by like ten by Bama. What is it like, like? Two touchdowns. Thirteen and a half. And if I was doing the Georgia Michigan game, I would do. Georgia by seven. I would do that even. Even. Michigan has looked really good. Michigan's defense is 
almost that's gonna level. be i bet you the over under on that's like in the 40s yeah i want to be surprised for sure final score is like a 21 17 game yeah george's offense is sneaky good decent though so it's oh yeah i think it's sneaky good um no. michigan's is not sneaky good it's no I mean, it's solid it's just not that good oh i thought you're talking about the defense <laughs> no the defense is elite. great it's elite both defenses uh, I did say that uh, I predicted Alabama to beat Georgia just because I was like having that big of an emotional win against Auburn. Uh, no, I'm not going to lie. You, you don't have to believe me. Didn't Georgia play Cincinnati in like the football in the New Year's Six Bowl? Yeah, Peach Bowl last year. Who won? Georgia by like three, I think. Georgia by three. So I, I was talking to my friends like two months ago, and I was like, wouldn't it be poetic if Cincinnati beat Georgia in the national championship game? That's what I said. I, I genuinely think all four teams have a chance to win it all. Everyone Cincinnati thinks Cincinnati won it all. That would be, be awesome. That would be, would that be, would that be more like of an underdog story than Leicester City? So many people probably have no clue who you're talking about, but. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. 2015. I think Leicester City is much much crazier yeah probably but i would i would compare this to yeah it's probably too hard i don't know if you can come up with someone uh, top of the head can you can you giants winning a super bowl in 2007 bruh okay you, it's hard to do that because the giants in every nfl team like okay there's like 20 you think they have a shot going into the year i mean just like the whole season because then they go into yeah, the season Hoffman was about to get fired, and then I don't know. at one point they sucked. Wait, that was wait. the first thing I came to the uh, I think it's a little less. I think it's something less likely than that because they, they don't play in a power five. They, they, they literally weren't like even in this. Maybe like I mean, if Wichita had, State ended up winning all that one year and went to the final yeah, four. That, yeah, that's a good comp, actually. Yeah. I agree with that. But Cincinnati's but, got, got some players. They do have some players. They might have interesting to see. Players in the country. Alabama looked scary against Georgia. That Bryce Young is the Heisman Trophy winner. He is a beast. Yeah. So, but anything else you want to say? Mechie towards ACL, I think. I'm not going to get his over on Ketchison. But we got it. Uh, that's all I got to say. Sorry for the little ramble on other sports, but if you like us doing that, let us know because it's nice to do a little sports roundup, I guess, or whatever on our mind. You like the jersey? I was about to say, is that what is that? Is that Dame or something? Space Jam. But Blazers. And it says Bugs Bunny. Oof. Yeah, it's got it's getting a little, little sauce, but it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool jersey. Maybe it goes up in the studio somewhere. We got our Christmas stuff that I don't know where it came from. Now, the guy over your right shoulder, he's gone. But is the guy over your left shoulder about to leave? Who's Oh, Gary. Yeah. It's gone. CJ, CJ could leave. And we got the Dame shoes. We I was got, not referring to that. I could have just said the guy. Nice. I could have said the guy right behind you. Then we have our sponsor of the of the video. Put the link in the description if you are interested in flowers, uh, planting Wild flowers. Company. Make sure to go Wild to. Uh, I'm not sure the website, but I'm gonna put it in the description. Uh, CreatedbyNature.com. 
created by you nature. You can find company. them on Amazon too. You can also find them on Amazon. Just search up wildflower. Fact. You can get the Colorado version, which has seed mix for the the poppy, the Shasta daisy, the blue columbine, baby's breath, blue, blue facts, African daisy, and <laughs> more. If you're interested in that, covers 350,000, excuse me, 350 square feet. And uh, could be a good Christmas gift to get for your loved ones if uh, they are into flowers and want to plant by spring because they are best to plant in the spring. Yep. And they have very specific states. So if you're from California, you can get the California pack. There's the state flower for all of them. Yeah, and, I guess uh, that pack. Flowers, you know, after that cold, dull winter. Oh, nice man. flowers to spruce up the front yard. Come, come on now. Who wants yeah, that? It's I a great, it's I, a great Christmas gift for, for the parents, for the for the wife. I personally like the Colorado one the most because personally, my favorite flower is the black eyed Susan, um, <laughs> and the African daisy is also a pretty cool one. I'm a big fan of the Indian paintbrush. Those are found in Montana. You know what state that's for? That's in Montana. Do they? I'm still Montana. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, for sure. The packaging but, is quite beautiful, though, and again. Put the link in the description if you're interested in grabbing our sponsor of the video, Wildflower Company. Thanks for yep. the sponsor. Yep, of course. All right. Anything else you want to go with? Timbers? And then the last couple final Blazers trending in the Probably do a watch along for that. Maybe if you do go to the game, you and uh, Cody could do a vlog and we post it on the channel, possibly. That would be pretty sick. That's an awesome I, f- I, I really need to figure out if I can make Even it. Even if it's just Cody. I know Cody will be in attendance. So. And All right. He's not here on the podcast today. I have to go. All right, you have to go. So you can log out, and I'll close this out right here. So see, uh, see you later. Uh, but, yeah, there goes West. That's going to do it for the podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I really hope the sound quality was good enough first part of the video. The mic wasn't plugged in because I am stupid. I hope the mic uh, it's going through the mic. Yep, it's going through the mic now. Um, but make sure to drop subscribe or subscribe if you're watching on YouTube download if you're watching on spotify or listening on spotify and sorry that cody wasn't here on the podcast today he was not able to make it he has finals so he's got to work on that uh but bad week bad week for the blazers we'll leave it at that hopefully next week is better that'd be it guys peace